<laughs> All right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four fancy carriage nerds for all you fancy carriage <laughs> nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, specifically episode 16 of Stardust Crusaders Lovers. Part 1. And this is a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast where we watch every single episode and just, I, I don't know, goof off for like, you know, 45 minutes. Occasionally I make a good joke. Yeah. So, I want to start this episode as abruptly as it starts us off because I sat down to watch and the first thing I get is these assholes in a carriage with a Yama tied up in the back. And they're just like, yeah. our, our heroes found a carriage and they traveled to this city. Boom, cut to stand proud. Yeah, yeah. and Joey said fancy sta- uh, carriage nerds and like, this is one of the most... Opulent. What opulent even is, is the word? <laughs> it's opulent, but I don't think opulent's the right word because opulent would imply it looks like it is expensive. It does. So this three... looks gaudy in the most cheap way possible. There are it's three wonderful. statues on over each like each point in the carriage. It's so fucking weird looking. I don't know who designed this, but it's <laughs> awful. It. It's completely awful. I'm sure it's a loving recreation of the carriage. That Joseph's great grandmother died in. <laughs> Clearly, are angry to be in this carriage. <laughs> they are so sick. All those arms—they look like they did on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what it's come to? Where did they find this? They're not going to explain I, it to you. Look, <laughs> you know it really does. You're asking the wrong question. Part of Justice's stand is it's able to create it's carriages. nonsense carriages. Oh, I, I love that Enya is just tied up here as if that would keep her from using her stand to murder them. <laughs> what is she going to do? Stab her? She doesn't have her scissors anymore. They've already killed her stand. It's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's how stands work. That's totally how stands work. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And have you already she- forgotten the rules of stands? Because <laughs> I sure have. <laughs> I've been trying to think for a long time about, like, if you had to show sell someone on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, what episode mm-hmm. would you show them? And, you know, there are different answers for part one, part two. But I hadn't been able to nail down what I would show someone for Stardust Crusaders because, you know, there's a lot. I think this is it. I think this two-parter this is, is it. Is just the perfect distillation of Stardust Crusaders. It, if you can't handle these, this two-parter, you can't cut it in JoJo. <laughs> I, I, I really think so. It's got... It's, it, it's a it's real everything. baptism it's by the, fire. It's the entire formula. We begin with something incomprehensible. <laughs> we get, like, the stupid tourist theme where they're going to a new place, and we get, like, 15 minutes of Joseph yelling and arguing. Yeah, and we get, get a nice, like, narrator voiceover uh, as we get to this kebab stand. We get a we... corporate workplace instructional video. We get like, a ridiculous... We get a ridiculous stand user. We get a great fight that obeys no previous or subsequent <laughs> rules of stance <laughs> and where everyone is doing real dumb things and then we get like a solid minute of auras and the episode just ends on a one-liner like <laughs> it, it's great because like the whole time i'm like i'm pretty sure this is not how this works but okay uh, i think nothing this is it. makes I- any sense no nothing they hand wave so much shit <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they ride this carriage into town, mm-hmm. and we, we we get the music, you know, the do 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 the tourist music. Yeah. Where here we are, 
we're gonna be bad tourists because Joseph spots a donor kebab place. Donor kebab. It's, like it's called the hamburger of the Middle East. I don't hamburger. Think that's true. <laughs> I noticed that this uh, like donor, like is it spinning around, is actually CG. Yes. And I don't know why they bothered animating this. <laughs> has no purpose because it's the most important part of the series obviously <laughs> i'll tell you what it really made me fucking hungry for some donuts yes though. that's true oh my god I suddenly go i wanted to go find off. like a halal food truck or something <laughs> i cannot believe they 3d animated this give me give me some flatbreads <laughs> you know load me up I can't oh, believe this fucking owner, dude, is, like, not a stand user. I know! I had the same fucking <laughs> thought. Thank you, Tim. Like, the, it's the sunglasses that make it. It's not the random jewelry. It's really the sunglasses. It's not the jewelry. It's not the, like, full dress thing going on. It's not even the shoulder pads that he has. It's, it's solely the, the goddamn sunglasses. It's the fact that he looks like he should be in Top Gun Academy. <laughs> <laughs> If it was the same outfit but without the sunglasses, there were like there would have been like no chance I would have thought this was a stand user. But the addition of the sunglasses tips you off. Something's not quite right about this man. But you know what? Let's haggle for ten minutes. No, no not just on. let's haggle. Here is how you haggle. Wait, wait, wait. ten minutes, Grant. I'll give you four minutes of haggling. <laughs> how about eight? Six. <laughs> Six and a, and a half. half. Okay, fine. <laughs> Idiot, I would have settled for two. <laughs> this scene is ten minutes long. This scene is so terrible. <laughs> it's so good. This scene is I'm way just, too long. I'm sitting here wondering why the fuck this is going on so long and why it is done in this stupid animation. <laughs> I love you... the animation. <laughs> just mouths I... are waggling back and forth. Uh, uh, I think uh, 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 this... <laughs> I think Stardust Crusaders was written after Araki got back from a long globe trek trip. He he's just so excited to tell people about traveling that he couldn't help. That him. would explain why all of this stuff seems like really <laughs> off too, because he's writing it from memory after doing a lot of cocaine for a full month <laughs> as he just traverses the Middle East. See, I think it's more accurate to say that he probably didn't even leave the country. It was just a cocaine binge in a library. <laughs> 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 just here's how you haggle first you do this then he'll say something like this, this. then you say this no give them a low ball number and then they'll be like i can't possibly do that then you threaten to leave <laughs> and then the haggling begins <laughs> the haggling begins god there's just this long where Joseph is so happy, but the guy's face is superimposed over the background. It, I love everything about this. And then he's a stand user. But he at least he at least sells them some actual food, though. Like, why? Why did we get this whole instructional video with this stand you enemy stand user just playing the part of this shopkeeper? He did not need to pose at the shopkeeper for any length of time. He could have just poisoned them. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we find Sorry, out that would be too simple for a stand user to do. That assassins would do this job way easier than any stand user. Stand user. <laughs> I think the icing on the cake for me is when Joseph starts walking back to the uh, carriage and yeah. Niaba is just staring him the fuck down. <laughs> and it's just like, just... oh shit, did I forget to get one for her? And they... <laughs> 
And he just drops the food. I, I know you got five in there for me, right? It's like, look, I know you're surprised that Enya's awake. But, dude, hold on to the food. Was no you one just tackled this. You just bought this. Please keep a grip on this food you just bought. Oh, God. I'm this, so upset the, the, about the, the, the kebab just going into the dirt. It's okay. It's in a bag. He's like a billionaire, and he's haggling over fifty fucking cents for donut kebabs. <laughs> they are all their lives are in danger every second. They <laughs> look. It's all wrapped up in a bag. It's fine. I'm honestly shocked that at the beginning when they go now, an uh, an unsuspecting person might pay the full price, and then Joseph proceeds to not be the unsuspecting person. I was really expecting it. <laughs> yeah, you you would have expected Kakuin to step in and go, wait, 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 we're not paying that. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That, that... I'll have it in the traditional way. <laughs> Joseph is trying real hard to, to show off his cultural knowledge again. Asalamu <laughs> So, um, Inya wakes up and just starts screaming as earthworms pour out of her face. It's yeah, real not- upsetting. It was not something I wanted to be eating food for. Oh, yeah. Why do you keep on watching? You keep on watching JoJo and eating, and you know it's a bad decision. This is on yeah. you now. Yeah, Look, that's on jo- you. Why aren't you watching JoJo and jerking off like the rest of us? Yeah, right. I was gonna say drink. Like, that's her second watch. There, that's slabs of meat. I'm not there yet. Okay. When I when I infect somebody else with this and force them to start a podcast. <laughs> all right, this is our this is Joe Star All Star All Stars, where we go through every episode of Joe Star. Oh God, that's what we do after we finish all of JoJo. It's like Jones keeping up with the McElroy idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast about podcasts. It's a podcast about every McElroy podcast this week. It's a good idea for a podcast. I think you're revealing her great plans. I know. Sorry. Keep that closer to the chest. TM, TM, TM. Original podcast. Do not steal. I I mailed it to myself. So um, Steely Dan, the stand user, takes off his disguise and is like, ha ha. You mean mean Dan of Steel? Dan of Steel, my (laughs) bad. Dan of Steel. No, stop it. I hate it. And he holds his sunglasses like a fucking tool. (laughs) A fucking tool describes Dan of Steel to a fucking (laughs) team. This guy is the worst. It's great. I'm looking for style with my stand users, and Dan of Steel got some style, boy. Dan of Steel got some style. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, man. He looks great in the the manga. He looks like a hunk in the manga. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that guy could could, could, could get the pants off of any lady. Dear God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, well, most men do. <laughs> you know what doesn't look good in the manga? Oh no, no! Why yeah. would you put the whiplash? <laughs> Not in oh, Yama's God, worm face. So much Perfect. worse. Why is? I I like seriously thought for a second like is Wham back? You mean ACDC? ACDC. It's Fuck. Messina. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking Yellow Temperance. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, look at this guy. He, he look kind of look looks like Yellow Temperance a little bit. A little, but more well, like, handsome. Like they could be brothers or something. It's, Maybe it's yeah. Rubber Soul. Yellow Temperance is the name of the stand. Uh, I don't fucking care. Maybe it's the stand we <laughs> thought was sexy. So we get some of the worst manga panels that have ever existed in the world, as all of the worms are just in in Yaba's face. But yeah. we get we get a reprieve because her blood turns to chocolate sauce. So uh, don't say that. Don't say that ever again. All right. So 
I'm just gonna kind of fast forward through this bit because Inyaba's face squirms around. It's a very long sequence where this keeps happening. Dan's an asshole. Joseph doesn't try to stop this with Hamon for some reason. Right, we, um, we should point out that his stand isn't making the worms. He's no. his his stand is taking part of Dio's flesh buds, putting it in Inyaba's skull, and then letting it hatch. And that's what the worms are. Yeah. Yeah. He so, says that yeah. his stand that makes sense. made it, the flesh bud grow. It would make sense that Hamon would just be able to fix this. Yes. Yeah, um, but nobody thinks to do that. Unless it's it's one of those, you have to have positive Hamon and negative Hamon. Yeah, you're and right. And different points of the body <laughs> just to get rid of it. And we just don't have another person who can use Hamon here, so we just can't use it at all. Or Joseph gives zero shits about Anyama's life. <laughs> I bet I have to all new Hamon. It's not like they're going to get any information out of her anyway. Like, Joseph tries. He makes the correct play. He does. Yeah, but like the whole time, Inyaba is just like, no, Dio would never betray me. I was like, girl, do you do you even know Dio? It's like it's Joseph really makes the correct play of saying, look, Dio has obviously betrayed you. You can help us. You can, you know, reverse this on him. And she, I knew it wasn't going to work. And I'm sure Joseph knew it wasn't going to fucking work. And it doesn't work. It's it's still frustrating. Look, you gotta no. still, you gotta let him have that play. You gotta let him. You gotta let her try and redeem herself. It, it still doesn't even try and help her by killing the flesh bud with Hamon. But whatever. Oh no! Let that bitch die. I mean, yeah, but anyway. So Look it's that. treated as some sort of reveal when they figure out that this is a flesh bud. They're like, the flesh bud. It's Dio's own cells. And Whoa. Dan of Steel says. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed you were able to figure that out. And they're all like, yeah, we feel pretty good about <laughs> he that. He just explains it again. <laughs> this is like episode two shit right here, man. We're impressed that they figured out the thing that they found out in episode two, and then again in episode four. And then well, I thought about it, and actually, yeah, for this crew, that's kind no, of this above is pretty par. That's, that's above par. <laughs> Remember, yeah, I was about to say, like, these, these guys are not very smart. Remember, stands have been eating their minds this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're lucky they remember their own names. <laughs> yeah, this th- these two episodes are going to cause permanent brain damage to Joseph. <laughs> yeah, I, it's already started. Oh yeah, I was I was real worried for uh, Joseph being nobody, in a vegetative state after this. Nobody with like like a proper functioning brain yells, "Oh no!" This much. <laughs> Just at max volume. <laughs> this is really good in the second part. But that, that's part two. That's part two. So, um, Steely Dan is just like... He real just walks like, over to a table? Yeah. He, he's playing it cool. And he, they're like, all right, how about all four of us kick the stand user's ass for once? Right? Right? And they're like, yeah, actually, why don't we give this a shot? And Steely Dan is like cool as a cucumber sitting there sipping his tea and this is th- this is how he is for the entire two fucking episodes he's just an asshole it's great it's great oh he oh, is no. the worst i very much like that the character that's chosen to like basically like square off like this is their episode to be with them is jotaro oh, because yeah. he's the perfect one for this asshole oh yeah who's colder the first time i watched this episode i was is there gonna be a second stand user whose ability is masochism you know before the reveal i didn't know but i mean that's actually a trend i feel like we get at least one of those a season probably yeah because steely dan there's i know there's one in stone ocean there's seco um or chuck no yeah it's seco yeah uh oasis 
Oasis is the stand. It's Messina, Tim. So, um, so he, he's getting ready to explain to them his uh, stand power and why they can't attack him. And Jotaro just like right out of the gate with Star Platinum just like jumps the gun and just punches the shit out of Captain him. Captain Dragon's him. Which is correct. Yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> the right thing to do every time. Except for this time. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're slowly learning that you, you're not supposed to do that. Because that, cause that was in Wheel of Fortune, too. Like, don't immediately yeah, attack. You have to figure out what the stand no, is first. No, he should have done But he should have immediately attacked that time, but he didn't. Yeah. So he learned his lesson from that time and attacked first this time. Yeah. They're learning, but this is the wrong time to do it. Yeah, you learned the rule. Now here's the exception. So... Steely Dan goes flying through a window, and Joseph goes <gasps> flying backwards! <laughs> so, I want to point out that... Once we figure out what this guy's stand does, this makes no sense. Yes. Wait, you figured out what his stand does? I'm still like, <laughs> I've got a chart and <laughs> a lot of red string, and I still can't. <laughs> this guy is like rivaling Dio in the amount of bullshit he can do. <laughs> it's like, He's out there with Inyaba, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, we get stand smoke from Inyaba. I just wanted to call that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it happens. Yeah, she's definitely dead. But yes, once we learn later <laughs> what this guy's stand is and how it supposedly operates, it makes absolutely no sense that Joseph goes flying backwards here. I think he's just lying to them over and over again about what a stand does. <laughs> that That's how I'm, like, squaring the circle. That would be par for the course, let's be real, but... <laughs> Or maybe he just... Uh, anyway, so... Here, no, I'm, I'm, I think he's being truthful to his understanding because stand users can't help themselves. I'm going to try and make a run at this, all right? Okay. So his stand, the lovers, is the weakest stand in existence. Mm-hmm. What he does, oh. it's very, very tiny, and he puts it in someone's ear so it can get into their brain. Once uh-huh. in their brain, whenever Dan of Steel is injured or feels pain yeah. or sensation, I guess, it, it causes his stand to go berserk in their brain which causes an amplified version of that damage yeah. to them. But, yeah. But just, out. just pain, not like the actual thing. Yes, which is why it makes no sense for there to be any force against Joseph. Yeah. I mean, it, this mostly just uh, says to me that his stand could just start snipping on the inside and it, it just <laughs> cause all sorts of damage I don't without like, any of this other contrivances. I do not like snipping on the inside, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like that. <laughs> that's what that's what you do when you don't want kids anymore? <laughs> no. Well, just, a little, just a little snipping on the inside. Nope. Didn't get better <laughs> when you said it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it he, it also shouldn't be injuring Joseph either. Like he coughs up blood. <laughs> Look, stands don't have to make sense. I don't. And I guess in fact, not. they will never because make they, sense because they won't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you just gotta accept it. Uh, okay. So look, this episode's great so long as you don't think at all about at it. At all. <laughs> It like, like even a little bit. If he thought even a little bit about what's happening, just throw it out the window. Like, it's done. I, like, You're done. These two episodes, I cannot get over how it doesn't work on any level. It, like, it it's, doesn't work it's, on literally any level. It's glorious. It's not internally consistent to each 
episode <laughs> within the greater <laughs> like it does not conform to anything before or after it <laughs> like <laughs> both episodes like with it different scenes in the same like segment will provide vastly different understandings of what's going on it's unbelievable every enemy stand is described one way by the stand user and all observation contradicts it I, I don't. I really don't think I would show somebody this. Uh, these episodes starting off with, this is a bad way to get somebody into JoJo. Jo- I know, but it's the. I, I feel like these two are just the perfect crystallization of Stardust Crusader. That like, may be, but you you're know, trying to get somebody to enjoy your vision. No, I'm trying to get them to understand what I like about it. I don't yeah. think this is a good episode. It's completely different things. I don't think it's a good these episode. Are completely to start different from goals. Like, it just. By the end of it, they will have absolutely no understanding of what of any other part of the series. I know Good. it's it's perfect. You don't <laughs> like, need any understanding we, of any other part of the series. You it doesn't follow any of those rules. Look, <laughs> like I'm convinced at this point that Iraqi has a hat full of stand rules. <laughs> They're all just bespoke stand rules, and he grabs a handful out of the the hat every time he has a new stand fight. And those are the rules he plays by the episode. Those like th- that those chapters. Well, maybe it's a checklist of okay, I have to break this rule this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, at least he Look, stand rules are made to be broken. The, the small, the weaker the stand, the further it can go. That that's a rule they actually stick to. I'm not convinced this is a weak stand. <laughs> no, he says it can only, it can't even move a ha- like one hair, and I'm like, I, I don't think that's, that's bullshit. That's not right. <laughs> that don't seem right at all. <laughs> so he gets he he demonstrates this power by paying a child to hit him with a broom in the leg, and this child right, is kid, so here's happy. Some money. Dude, he gets to do two things he loves. Get money, just hit a stranger. I mean, he's living the dream. (laughs) Right. I want that job. Yeah. Give me me 20 bucks to hit strangers with a broom. Now, I'm not violent, but $20 is $20. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll hit a motherfucker with a broom. (laughs) This kid lays into his leg with his broom, too. It's great. It, It does not look good. Like... Doesn't that still hurt? <laughs> I, mean, I love that like, Steely still Dan hit. appears to just be invulnerable. He <laughs> just no-sells it. <laughs> it was just a child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Joseph, like, freaks the fuck out over it. Is he just being a dramatic bitch? I think he's being a dramatic bitch. He also <laughs> he also <laughs> channels his, his perfect life partner, Caesar, and goes full noodle leg here. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God! <laughs> So I think before we get to the um, second half of this engaging episode, Victor, Dan of Steel, does that mean anything to you? No, Fuck absolutely no. not. Wait, is it oh, a reference okay. to Superman? Break down, break oh! down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that uh, that one song. Well, you still call me Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kryptonite. Yeah. Kryptonite? He, sure. Yeah, yeah Kryptonite. He's, he's the Dan of Steel. Faster than a speeding... Dan.
welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where I am your host, Victor, and I will not be doing any of those things you heard us talk about before the break. Instead, I'm going to reach back and grab a reference that we didn't have time to explore while it was still relevant to the show. Avdol's signature move, Crossfire Hurricane, is a reference to the Rolling Stones' 1968 hit Jumpin' Jack Flash. When the Stones first started out, their major influences were blues and 50s rock and roll, but in 1968 they were coming off a string of three albums that had gone in a bit of a different direction. 1966 Aftermath, 1967's Between the Buttons, and 1967's Their Satanic Majesty's Request featured more Baroque and psychedelic sounds. These albums are all highly regarded now by rock historians, but they hardly represent the sound that you would readily associate with the Rolling Stones. Enter Jumpin' Jack Flash, a non-album single that announced the end of the Rolling Stones' dalliance with acid-influenced sounds over the previous two years. Right from the opening guitar riff, you can tell this is vintage Stones, and by the time the full band is joined in and Mick Jagger starts with that iconic opening line, I was born in a crossfire hurricane, the song has already firmly established itself as an all-time great. The Stones' characteristic swagger is evident throughout the track. Every note pops with raw, electric energy. In the year it was released, the single went to number one in the UK and number three in the US, and that legacy has absolutely stood the test of time. Jumpin' Jack Flash has consistently remained one of the Rolling Stones' most popular songs. It's the band's most performed live song. They've done it at over a thousand shows. And it's been covered by a bunch of other artists, including Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, Alex Chilton, Guns N' Roses, Johnny Winter, Motorhead, and many more. Mick Jagger has said in an interview that the song is really about the band leaving acid behind and getting back to their roots. You know, times were rough, but it's alright now. In fact, it's gas. And the proof of this concept would come with the album that followed later that year, Beggar's Banquet. Though the album is highly experimental with its use of various Latin and Asian instruments, the whole work is solidly grounded in the American South, drawing heavily from both blues and country music. It was a return to form for the Stones, and it's still considered one of the band's best albums and one of the best albums of all time, number 58 on the 2003 edition of the Rolling Stone 500. And it kicked off a period of several years where the Stones were the hottest band on the planet. But we'll get to cover more of that later in the series, so for the meantime, let's just keep enjoying some Jumpin' Jack Flash. Victor, don't lose that JoJo. You ain't gonna find nobody else. You know, I know we already did Steely Dan, but I had to go back, Jack, and do it again. Mm. Mm -hmm. Some other third Steely Dan song. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I remember anything about anything. They're really reeling in the years. 
on this there, podcast sure. eventually. We're I don't, really I don't bad at this. Know. We're bad at this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all. This is nowhere like the, the Hall of Notes one. This is nothing. No. no. The Hall this is not what they pay for. Forever. Nobody's. Wait, you're getting paid? <laughs> wait, y'all get paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> Grant actually does get paid for this. Does he? We give no, him money please. every month. He's not making money. It's I'm not making costs. money on this. <laughs> all right, all right. It's the so, cover back, back, back to the Good JoJo episode. Speaking of, if you want to donate to the podcast to help us cover hosting costs, <laughs> we don't. We don't have, we don't have an avenue for this yet. <laughs> but please send us your and interest, and maybe we will set up an avenue for will. this. Uh, yeah, all twelve people out there. Yes. We're, we're, we're fine. It does not take much to cover the hosting costs for twelve days. <laughs> look, look. What what I really need is just like, like fan mail and fan art. Like that that's more than enough for me. <laughs> I just want to get to the scene where Jotaro is just trying to beat the shit out of Steely Dan, and Kakuin holds him back yes. with Hierophant Green. Yes. Oh like, my Hierophant god. Hierophant Green could stop Star Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> As if Kakuin could stop Jotaro. Like, he stands regardless here. In I no think... world does this work. <laughs> I like that Polnareff eventually jumps in, but Kakuin just does it by himself at first. Yeah. I, I like that Jotaro's like, I'll just kill him fast enough and it'll maybe it'll work. I mean, it probably would. <laughs> it probably would work. I wish he had done it. Everything we know about stands. Yeah, once the stand user's unconscious, the stand goes away and... I mean, sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> sometimes that just doesn't work. Y'all, this kid smacks Steely Dan again in his leg and he holds out his hand for more money. <laughs> and I love this kid for it. <laughs> what a little shit. <laughs> he has found the game and he is trying to play it, man. <laughs> money, please. The way he holds out his hand. He's <laughs> like, yo, pay up, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I did good. Now give me that money. God, so oh what basically happens for the next episode and a half is the other three fuck off somewhere, and Steely Dan taunts Jotaro as, like, the music starts distorting as he gets, like, red fire in the background. Like, it starts here. We get a couple of close-ups of his face where his eyes are blacked out, and you can tell, like, if he could kill Steely Dan with his mind and not just, like, well, start platin. A ghost? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And not a yeah. mind ghost, uh-huh. but you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going. The, the, no, I, yeah, I, no, yeah, I just had, I, I just caught Standum into there or something. Like, I, just, <laughs> I think I had Andrews thinking about how, wait, are they all just psychics? <laughs> jo- Joey, it's Terminal. It's JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Terminal. You might want a second opinion. <laughs> might be contagious. Joey's going to have a stand here pretty soon. <laughs> So the sheer simmering hatred that just like is on the back burner the entire time with Jotaro is amazing. Yeah. I, I, like I, I, it, it's just it's on that slow burn the entire time until the end of the next episode. And I I'm just completely here for it cuz I know at the end I'm going to get the most gratifying beatdown of my life. I'm going to tell you throughout this first half I was not happy with this episode it's dumb i don't like almost anything that happens in it it wastes a lot of time on stupid bullshit but the second half of this two-parter is incredible (laughs) (laughs) i mean what's not to like you gotta they gotta build you up victor (laughs) 
It's just like they they don't do it quite right here, but they get to the second episode and they know exactly what they are doing for the full twenty minutes, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. Well, anyways, right here, uh, Steely Dan finds a rock and just smacks Jotaro with it. <laughs> it's just like and eventually everybody's like, uh, "I guess we're gonna fuck off." You got this, Jotaro. Like Joseph, keep, keep keep him away from Joseph. Joseph finds his resolve and he's like, oh shit, this is actually in my head. That means I have to actually do something. No. Let's go, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> and he has a psychic conversation with Kakuin where he's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. They, no word is exchanged, but they no come simultaneously exchanged. come up with a plan to run three blocks down, find a television store, and shrink down Polar F and Kakuin's <laughs> I was really, I was really hoping for a leaf glider. <laughs> or an icicle rope. <laughs> Joseph's actually done that one. Right, Kakuin icicle rope, right? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, oh, it's uh, one time I made a rope out of icicle. <laughs> sure, old man. Sure, old Poor thing. It's so bad when they, they get like that in their old day. <laughs> oh, we, get a, we get a lot of that he's later. shouting <laughs> the entire time at this TV. Uh, and some for some reason, this completely off, not plugged in TV works when he uses a stand power on it. But it's hey, probably not that one to TV either. In the, that one TV in the hotel room that didn't have cable on it no, didn't work. They didn't exist, Grant. You know that. One hundred percent confirmed. Joseph was just fucking off, like slacking off. Ah, you guys deal with the stand user. No, I like Tim's explanation. It didn't work because the TV didn't exist. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh God. No, Justice, Justice can just make TVs. It's fine. Now that I think about it, when that when the fog cleared, there was no second floor to that hotel. <laughs> no, there's nothing there. There's nothing in that town. What happened? It was just solid fog. Magic. Was there even a it's toilet? Just... Please tell me there was at least a toilet for Polnareff to lick. Polnareff licked the toilet. Lair, 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 lair. Oh, we, that was, was the only real thing. Wait, there. was the guest book real? <laughs> Did Inyaba bring that guest book for set dressing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Joey, it was all magic. <laughs> Wait, then why did it still say Kyutaro? <laughs> Kyutaro? Well, you know, Jotaro's a cutie. It's, that's, that's true. So, Q- Dealey, Dan takes the opportunity to just rob Kyutaro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let me get just that wallet. Right yeah. His it's like, yeah, he's like, this all you got? Let me get that watch. <laughs> it's a stylish like, watch. It's a t- no, it's a tag hower. Ooh. How audacious. I love Steely Dan so much. He is such a, like, he is such a perfect stand user. Yeah, he is like the, the er stand user. This guy is the worst person you know. Hey, look at this little, like, you know, creek. How am I going to get across this? Wait, that's, I don't want to jump. Next episode. Tw- next episode, Grant. No, he's like, he's right here. Oh, wait, it's this yeah. episode? It is this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah, my bad. He's like, oh, I might twist my ankle. <laughs> hey, Jotaro, use your body to make a fucking bridge for All me. Right, now, this doesn't look like it should work, but Jotaro is, again, <laughs> seven and a half feet tall. Feet tall. <laughs> Nine feet tall. <laughs> Japanese 17. Walks across him. <laughs> like... Just bounces I, on him in the middle. Wow, you're a sturdy bridge. He is such an asshole. I need I need y'all to look at this manga panel uh-huh. and tell me what's wrong with it. The perspective? Yes. He <laughs> is walking off Jotaro into the water. It's an MC Escher drawing here. 
Junoro has bridged the gap between dimensions. <laughs> like, the way the foreshortening works out, it looks like his feet are like seven feet higher than his hands are. Yeah, I, I, I just cannot parse what the geometry is supposed to be here. It's, and Tim, it's not that he's walking off into the water. This is the scene where he's just holding one leg up and bouncing on, up and down. Okay. Just yeah. to be an asshole. Which is... Actually, a very impressive balance, because I can't imagine that would be easy. Yeah, especially with Jotaro. pogo stick on somebody's back. <laughs> it's not like Jotaro's a cheerleader hanging. holding him up. It's not like he's practiced this. Yeah, I don't think Jotaro's ever bridged a ditch before and had someone walk. <laughs> it's a very specific fetish. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll look that up later. Anyway, so the other three. Yeah, all three of them, we're getting to new depths of like, wait, they... they can do this like you, you can do that joseph has gone to the television <laughs> and used turbot purple to project an image from inside his own brain where they see this tiny crap monster stand just going to town so every time joseph shows us how much better hermit purple is than we previously thought i'm like come on my dude. <laughs> it's just like why did what? he say on, that he can only take pictures of dio and only if he smashes a 300 dollars polaroid i don't understand he can he clearly he, contradicts this every single time he uses his stand why didn't you use hermit purple to go inside your own head you jackass <laughs> it would have worked equally oh. as well as hierophant green so oh my god hierophant Polnareff and Kakuin, they're like, wait, stands are just mental projections, right? Right? And I'm like, yeah. yeah I, I guess think? that's what we said way back when. You got so me. So then, what if we just mentally project them really small? small. So why didn't they? Why doesn't he and make I'm the like, lovers really big? <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Huh. And then they do. Huh. And this and never like, comes up again. I imagine. Oh, and, of course and, not. And, and, and the whole whole time just sitting there dumbfounded. I'm just like, just completely dumbstruck. And I'm like, what? I mean, I mean, I guess you're not wrong. Yes. They are psychic projections. They're extensions of themselves. I don't see a reason why they couldn't be smaller. What? But fuck you. And fuck and you. Why, does, why can they just operate their stands when Joseph is not projecting an image of their stands. We know we that Polnareff cannot <laughs> operate Silver Chariot where he can't see. <laughs> because talking through their stands. Oh my God. Like, if you look, <laughs> right. if you look Polnareff, like Silver Chariot is holding on to Hierophant Green. Hierophant Green probably can do that. He is a longer range Stan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's gone inside other stands. He's gone inside other people. And I do think they they turn the uh, the video to like them fighting next episode. Sometimes, so that, so that Silver Chariot can see. I like to imagine... even though Silver Chariot doesn't do a goddamn thing. Yeah, I really like Y'all... to imagine that they went in his ear and quickly realized this wasn't working as jo- Joseph starts screaming as they're barreling through his brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Oh, oh. I'm like, just oh, twitching. there's no way he's coming out of this without serious brain damage. I mean, he oh. he knew he knew the lovers would do that. That's why he replaced his brain with a fake brain. <laughs> I just got. I just got to commend Araki for picking the exact per- perfect person to have 
the stand inside their brain. So that they can just like, shout, Bravo, oh no, over and over like, again. It's just like, Mwah, perfect choice. <laughs> just screaming constantly from here to the end of the next episode. It's... It, it could have only been Joseph. <laughs> Oh, could you imagine if it had been Polnareff? Polnareff would have stabbed himself in the head. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. Brain surgery. I've trained for like nine years with my stand. It'll be fine. God. Just really working it in If it was Kakyoin, it would have been like over in like five minutes probably. Yeah. Kakyoin would have handled it. Jotaro would have like used the precision to punch it out of his own head. Or oh, something. it would have been a mini star finger. <laughs> no, he would have just killed Steely Dan and taken it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he would have been fine. <laughs> Actually, a whole bunch of blood would have popped out of him. Yeah, but he would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, would have. You yeah. know, I, I think had it been Polnareff, no one would have taken it seriously as he's just screaming. <laughs> yeah, they would have just left him to die. As in they bathroom. just pummel <laughs> Steely Dan. He would have been screaming from a bathroom and they would have just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> because they would have beaten the shit out of Steely Dead and Polnareff would be writhing on the ground and they wouldn't know why and they wouldn't care. <laughs> they would just move on to the next town. It's like, all right, everybody's all here, right? It's, the, you know, just the, just the three of us, right? You know? Yep. Yep, that sounds right. right. Let's go. We get, that sounds right. We Hold get on, that wait, 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 wait. Where's Anne? Wait, I thought there was supposed to be four of us. Yeah. It was like, don't you remember Avdol died? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. But, like, oh. you would get that scene where Jotaro, Captain Dragon, Steely Dan, and instead of stopping because Joseph goes flying backward, Polnareff doubles over and he just keeps going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So this was, a, this was a dumb episode. <laughs> oh, it was real dumb. <laughs> that's great. But it, that, we like, get this, paid off it. for that's, all this stuff. That's dumb. what happens this episode. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be continued. Yeah, I I remember. This is the most to be continued of a of an episode we've had in a while. Yeah, where like it really feels like it's all one episode. It, it kind of does. It's really hard to like talk about this episode and not like bleed into the other one because the other one is the payoff. Why don't we just do both at the same time now? And I'll just cut like now. Let's the Joe Star. Oh, I'm, I'm not doing that. Let's finish this out. Victor, how'd you like the episode? <laughs> Welcome to Joe this, this episode, when I got to the To Be Continued, before, like, when Avdol died, we get to the To Be Continued, and I'm thinking, oh shit, oh shit, we're not done here, right? Like, this, there was a real two parter. This one, I get to the To Be Continued, I'm like, oh my god, this shit is not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to the To Be Continued on this, I'm like, oh shit, we're already done with the episode. <laughs> I was like, we, we haven't wrapped I was this having... up. <laughs> it is one of the dumbest episodes we've seen so far, and I was so into it. I could not believe we were getting 20 more minutes of it. No. I'm glad we did, because the, the second half of this two parter, again, is. Just like <laughs> they know what they're doing with the whole twenty minutes, and they are great at it. But this setup episode is the fucking worst. It's so good. <laughs> we get one's... we get the fancy chariot they ride in on. We get some haggling and donor kebabs. Don't forget donor kebabs. They didn't a, a... eat any of those donor kebabs. <laughs> There's a guy who is clearly what a stand a user waste. who ends up being a stand user. <laughs> Yeah, I. Th- th- this was a travesty. I, I I basically laid face down on my desk because this episode was going around, going on. No, y- y'all just don't understand. You just gotta, you just gotta shut off your brain. Like <laughs> this crab stand is garbage, and I hate it. Oh man! Just snap your spinal cord. So many just... good things about the next. I, I want to talk about things, but the, but I'm just burning content from the next episode. Like the crab rave. I'm so excited. The crab for this. rave. 
<laughs> Great, now we have to have that fucking music. Thanks, Joey. I don't know crab rave specific music. Look, when we started this episode, I had forgotten that we go full magic school bus with yes. yes, that was what Acacia said too. She immediately and called it out when they shrink their stands and they're going into the ear canal. It's like, oh, I guess we're doing some magic school bus bullshit. <laughs> like oh we're, we're we're doing this oh uh, <laughs> i mean it was only a matter of time before we did yeah, this, I mean, but yeah. i didn't know it was this <laughs> the episode theme song starts playing given a long enough time just... frame carlos <laughs> magic school bus is this the magic, is this the magic school, bus? school bus god i'm gonna have to cut out a lot of crap now thank you <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta ask y'all is it is it journey to the center of the jojo or the fantastic jojo jo journey jo journey I feel like I could. I, I feel like I'm almost there. Yeah, there's there's a there's a little tweaking you could do that you could do there. Um, let's go with shit. I mean, bizarre journey almost wants to be there, Ooh. but that it's, it doesn't read enough as JoJo or Fantastic Voyage journey. Hmm. Uh, Honey, I shrunk the stands. Ooh, ooh, ooh I like ooh. that one. Honey, I shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good episode title. Yeah, I dig uh, it. I, I, like I think it. that a lot. I think you yeah. made it. Yeah, yeah, I think you did it. I, I, I think got it once. I, I think we're Whoosh. fucking there. You yep. did it. Slam dunk. Touchdown. <laughs> Home run. Try. Um, hat trick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hat trick would be three, though. G- goal? Goal! No. Goal! Goal! <sighs> Knocked out! <laughs> Thank you all for watching. This has been Joe Star All Stars. Uh, where can we find everyone? You can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I'll be posting nonsense. Just posting nonsense. Find me, Victor, on Twitter at TF Waffleman, where you can get your infectious earworms of songs that don't go together. Don't say that after Inyaba's face thing. <laughs> she had it coming. Let's be real. Uh, tweet at the podcast at Joestar All Stars. Find us wherever you find fine podcasts. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, JoestarAllStars.fireside.fm. And send us any emails to JoestarAllStars at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, upvote, whatever. Spread the word. Chat it from the rooftops. Tell other people about this terrible thing we have created just terrible like did you hear the steely dan bit and when we came back in on that <laughs> the oh, dan man, of that steel yeah we we kind of <laughs> you know let, let's finish strong let's finish strong um greatest hits greatest hits more beef baby talk no yeah beef baby. no deep fridge you get, you, deep you make yourself a <laughs> maybe deep fridge uh, maybe, more, you, you maybe store the, your leftover beef baby in your deep maybe, fridge maybe the no, fridge wasn't big yeah. We but rip. the devil just got real small. Oh, no, no, I, I refuse to believe that. It has to be a deep fridge. Okay. Maybe you it's got... both? Yeah. Mm. This has been Joe Star also. Like signing great, out no, for no, all like of you. Now I'm just thinking about tiny versions of everyone stands. Oh, like, can you imagine a tiny emperor as he's just holding it between two fingers and shooting at tiny bullets? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe if he made a stand bigger, it could shoot further. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. Works. He just pulls out a can. It doesn't work on water pressure rules, Joey. Just <laughs> because no, the opening's no, that's smaller. why he makes it big. He makes a big emperor where he has to like hold it in two hands. Hand cannon. 
catch the strength's tiny boat. You just want to see whole horse carry. You just want to see whole horse with his gun in two hands. I kind of do. I mean, you don't. Monster truck wheel of fortune. Oh man! When editing last episode, I was so disappointed at us. Yeah. We because we said someone said the only cowboy in the Middle East, and I'm like, man, we missed it. We're like, he's bringing the Wild West to the Middle East. Ooh, we yeah. we didn't say that at all. You can edit that in. Yeah. I did, the episode's posted. <laughs> <laughs> no, cram it in. <laughs> Just edit it in now for my own personal copy. And I, no can, I can put a new know. MP3 up over it. <laughs> Part that's that's what we're gonna redo it for. Yes. No, he listens to this podcast anyway. <laughs> Thank you all for those of you who are listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, this Thank is you so much. Joe Star All Stars signing out for all you fancy carriage nerds out oh. there. As always, say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. You're, you're you're thinking too limited. You have you have such a small brain, Joe. <laughs>